Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
Jesus, you died for me. You shed your blood for me. A terrible Amen. Was it a beautiful ministration? Let's give a clap offering to the Lord. Auntie Michelle was saying it sounds like Valentine's Day song. It's always good. It's good to also sing love songs to the Lord. Amen. I'm sure the older people here, not me, but the older people, they were thinking about the lyrics that they knew of this, especially Tiwa, when she was young, the lyrics. But this is for Jesus. This is the different lyrics all together. Telling the Lord we love him. Amen. Shall we please pray over the offering? Father, we thank you. We do love you, Jesus. You are the best thing that ever happened to us. We say thank you. Receive these offerings in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to call the praise and worship team to come and give us one more song. So please, praise and worship team, come over. Come and give us one of the praise songs. Amen. Beautiful. Are you happy to be in the house of the Lord this morning? As you are standing, wanting to begin to pray, thank God this morning. Thank Him. 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 In the name of Jesus. Why don't you lift up your right hand up and say, In the name of Jesus, I reject every bondage. I reject captivity. I reject limitation. I reject shame. I reject sorrow. I reject stagnation. Why don't you begin to declare it in the name of Jesus? Pray this morning. Reject it. Let the Lord hear you. Let the Lord hear you. Reject captivity. Reject limitation. Reject, reject, reject bondage. Reject shame. Reject sickness. Reject any illness. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The whatsoever God did not plant in my life cannot be found in my life cannot be found in my life 
just pray declare it this morning and let the Lord hear you let the Lord hear you let the Lord hear you my Lord my Lord my Lord thank you Lord Jesus thank you Father we thank you this morning we bless you we honor you in the name of Jesus oh God come for come and dwell in among us oh God in the name of Jesus as we have come here may we not live here the same Father speak to us oh God open our eyes into the scriptures in the name of Jesus heal us oh God comfort us oh God encourage us oh Lord in the name of Jesus strengthen us oh God inwardly and outwardly in the name of Jesus we bless you and we honor you and let the saints say hallelujah please take your seat in the presence of the living God Personana, to be in the house this morning. Sorry that I'm late a little bit. Pharaoh was trying to make life a little bit difficult for me. <laughs> but by the grace of God, we are here. I said, by the grace of God, we are here. In the name of Jesus. Beautiful. Why don't you open your Bibles to? Hebrews. Oh, let's let's read our and say our memory verse, Psalm forty-seven, verse one. Can we say it together? A voice of triumph. Come on, why don't you let's say it again? Come on, all ye people, and shout. The voice of what? Triumph. Hallelujah. You will have a lot of victories in your life this year. I said many victories. You will be shouting. You will be clapping your hand. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Beautiful. You know the declaration that we were doing. You need to rise up in the morning and begin to pray such prayers. So I reject anything that God did not plant in my life. I reject depression. I reject shame. I reject bondage. I reject captivity. I reject sickness. I reject illness. In the name of Jesus, then you pray. To the hearing of the enemy. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? It gets to a point you have to take the, the everything personal and shout. And you see, God will be giving you the victories. God will give you victories. Hallelujah. For all nations' service, we've been talking about faith for a few Sundays. We want to continue and take another topic this morning. Hallelujah. 
I want us to talk about faith relationships. Hallelujah. Faith relationships. Brothers and sisters, relationships are very important for those who wait for the family service. Uh, for the past two Sundays, I've talked about teamwork and then I've brought it in unity into it. Hallelujah. So you can see that that is the heart of God. That is what right from the beginning God created for us. Relationships. Hallelujah. Tell the next person sitting by you, my sister or my brother, you are not sitting here by accident. Right from the foundation of the earth, God predestined that you will come into my life. Therefore, you are not here by accident. I'm here for a reason. You are here for a reason for me. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. A Christian is not walked by luck. Hallelujah. We hear in the world people saying that you are lucky. You know, you are not. The Bible says that the steps of the righteous, a righteous person is the one who believes. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that the steps of that person, they are ordered by the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, I believe that for us or for me to stand here at this moment, it's not by accident. Hallelujah. For all of us to be here at this time, it's not by accident. Hallelujah. So, let's read Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, verse 1. It says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I've said so many things about this. Hallelujah. It's the substance of things hoped for. They are things. They are things that they are substantial, physical things, but you have not seen them yet. Hallelujah. So, if you are talking about faith relationship, then you can define faith relationship as, you know, it's faith relationship you hoped for. Hallelujah. You know, Faith relationship you hoped for. The evidence of relationship you cannot see. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Mark chapter 3. It's a relationship that requires faith. It does not exist. Hallelujah. It does not have, it's not related with biological situations. Or it does not have anything to do with your, your, your DNA. Are you with me, please? Yeah. Mark chapter 3, 32 and 35. Mark chapter 2, 32 and 35. And the multitude sat about him, and they said unto him, Behold, thy mother and thy... Give us New Living Translation. Thirty-two and 
There was a crowd around Jesus. And someone said, your mother and your brothers and sisters are outside asking for who? For you. The next one. Jesus replied, who is? Good. Who is my mother? And who are my brothers? The next one. Then you look at those around, and then he looked at those around him and said, These are my brothers and my mother. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? So you can see that right there, and I want us to understand that, brothers and sisters, Jesus came to show us one how to live on this earth under the sun. Hallelujah. And after we have done that and in the living, living victoriously, you know, overcoming the difficulties under the sun, and then also how we will live in the kingdom. Hallelujah. So you remember when the disciples were asking, so we have left everyone, mother, father, and so what is in store for us? He said that, no, anyone who has lost this and that because of the kingdom, you will get them, even financially, you will get them on this earth and then the life to come. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? So he was trying to teach them to let them know that in terms of relationship, when you talk about mothers, fathers, brothers, and sisters, I want to show you that those people probably are also very important. In fact, they are very important. But at the same time, the people around me now, the multitude, those who are, who have come to hear the kingdom of God, who would like to be in the same kingdom with me, they are my mothers and also my brothers. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Second Kings. If we read the Living Translation, this particular part of the Bible, it has been titled, The True Family of Jesus. So, does it mean that we can have false family? 2 Kings 2, 11 to 12. As they were walking along, the Bible is talking about Elijah, Elisha. Hallelujah. Walking along and talking, suddenly a chariot of fire appeared, drawn by horses of fire. It drove between them, separating them, and Elijah was carried by a whirlwind into what? Into heaven. Then Elisha saw it and cried out, my father, my father. Hallelujah. You know, if you look at this, does it mean that Elijah gave birth to Elisha? Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Elisha's father was Shaphat. As the Bible says, does it mean that Elijah's father was maybe another Shaphat that now the... <laughs> what, what am I trying to explain? If Elijah's father was Shaphat, and now Elijah has become the father of Elisha, so, that, what does it mean, Shaphat to Elijah? 
grandfather. Pastor Nana, is that right? Personal. My name is Shafat. I'm your father as an example. And now you have or uh, what is it? Sorry? Uh-huh. My name is Shafat. You are Elisha. Alright. And then there is Elijah that you are calling Elijah. Father. Hallelujah. Maybe we will, we will catch it after the service. Hallelujah. So you can see that Elijah had nothing to do with Elisha. Hallelujah. And Elisha had nothing to do with Elijah. You know, I don't want you to get confused between the two because sometimes uh, sha, ja, sha, ja, which one is which, you know. Yeah, There's the father is the Ja and the son is the Sha. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> hallelujah. So, you, you can see there are nothing to do biologically, but somehow Elisha saw that I need Elijah to be able to do certain things. As fathers, you know, children need fathers in order to be able to do certain things in life. Are you with me, please? Are you here, please? Yeah. So, you can see that the relationship has nothing to do with their DNA, but it was based on faith. Are you with me, please? So, faith relationship makes a relationship that would never have existed. The faith creates it. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Yeah. And it's so important for us to really understand John chapter 19. John chapter 19, 25. John chapter 19, verse 25. New Living Translation. Standing near the cross where Jesus, uh -huh, mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw the, his mother standing beside, standing there beside the disciples, disciple he loved. The Bible is talking about who? John. He said to her, "Dear woman, here is your." Then the next one he said that, and he said to his disciple. 
here is your mother. And from then on, this disciple took her into his home. Does it mean that Mary gave birth to John? Hallelujah. So I want us to know that, note that, right from the beginning of his ministry, he was trying to teach us something. Hallelujah. That apart from your biological relationships, you need another relationship for God to bring your destiny to come to pass, for God to fulfill his plans in your life. You need your biological relationship, and then you need faith relationship, relationship that is based on your faith. Hallelujah. It does not exist. You have to create it. And Jesus wanted to show them that, you see, Elijah knew that there was nothing like that. I'm sure even Elijah did not anticipate that this young man will call me my father, my father. Hallelujah. And it's a relationship that it will not come just like that. You have to fight it. You know, when Elisha was following Elijah, if you remember, they were in Giga, and then Elisha said, Elijah said, I'm going, God has told me to go to Bethel, so don't come with me. He said, as long as the Lord lives, and you also live, and I also live, I will not go anywhere. I am with you. Then he journeyed to Giga, uh, to Bethel. And then over there, there were some students and some prophets, sons of prophets. They could not see the relation, that faith relationship. So they told Elisha that, do you know that your, your head will be taken away from you today? And that is so critical that they use the word, your head. That means a faith, a somebody who can become a faith father can become the head of your life, who will be guiding you, directing you, bringing blessings and the plans of God into your life. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Then they said, hold your peace, hold your peace. I know, but you hold your peace. And then Elijah said that God has told me from Bethel to go to Jericho. And then he said that, so you stay here. So as long as the Lord lives and you, you, you yourself, you live and I'm here too with you. I'm not going anywhere. Then at the same time, they cross over to Jericho. Then they said, live as after the fourth time that Elijah saw that this young man is determined to come with me. That is when he asked him, what do you want me to do for you? I want to really catch the revelation and the blessing in this message that thank God for Bishop Dark's life who has opened our eyes into the scripture from a, a different angle. Are you with me, please? Because many times I have noticed that in the house of God, when you are about to receive your blessing from a faith relationship, it can, I'm not talking about a relationship that's based on your spiritual father. I'm talking about brothers, sisters, uncles in the house of faith. That is when something comes in. Then it tries to take you away. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And I, when Jesus was about to go, he said that this thing, I have to say it again to the hearing of the people that they are so important. John is so important. I love John. My mother here, I really love her. 
So I want you to know that, mommy, as I'm going, you have a new son. It's based on faith. And John, he said that, and then the Bible says that John from there, he took Mary straight to his house. We should not allow the world to deceive us, brothers and sisters. Yes, in the house of God, probably there may be wheat and tares, all Baomis. When the sons of God gather, Satan comes around. I don't know if you go, I'm trying to say. But this one should not, we shouldn't allow the world to deceive us. Say that You cannot trust the people in the house. I would do anything I want to do. I would choose the people in the house first before I choose somebody outside. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Let's read First Timothy. One of the things that you will notice is that when you are also too conscious of the biological family, sometimes it's very difficult for you to integrate well into the faith family. Did you hear what I said, please? When you are too conscious of your biological family, it's sometimes it's very difficult for you to integrate well into the faith family. Hallelujah. Let's read First Timothy. Give me the Amplified. Chapter 1, verse 18. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 18. He said, Timothy, my son, here are my instructions for you based on the prophetic words. Oh, that's New Living Translation. Let me read the Amplified. It said, discharge and admonition I commit in trust to you, Timothy, my son, in accordance, there's a charge. Other version will say instructions, a commandment from the Lord. Hallelujah. According, in accordance with prophetic intimations, that means prophetic messages, which I formerly received. And I want us to take our time to read this one carefully. Prophetic intimation, prophetic message means that something concerning you in, for your future. Hallelujah. And it says, formally I received. That means Paul had received certain messages about this young man. Hallelujah. And received concerning you in particular, so that inspired and aided by them, you may wage what? Wage what? A good warfare. So that inspired. How, what does it mean to inspire something? Encourage. And what does it mean to aid something? Antiyama. To help. So that to help. To assist. What are some of the good words? 
to support. Uh-huh. This only meaning that I have, it says that to provide what is necessary to achieve an end. You need the prophecies that I have received. They are with me. They are in my pocket. You need them for you to be able to achieve an end, to be able to help you to do what you need to do. Are you with me, please? And brothers and sisters, I want us to know that Timothy was not from, was really from a spiritual home. If you read 2 Timothy chapter 1, you will see that Paul was even saying some of the things. Let's read 2 Timothy chapter 1. Is it okay to read it? Let me show you something. Timothy chapter 1. Verse 3, please. Give us New Living Translation so that the words will not be. I thank God whom, Timothy, I thank God for you. He is a God I serve with what? Just as my ancestors did night and day, I constantly remember you in my prayers. The next one, please. I long to see you again, for I remember your tears as we parted, we parted, and I will be filled with joy when we are together again. You can see that they had developed the relationship. Hallelujah. The next one, verse 5. I know that you are sincerely trust the Lord, for you have faith of of who? No matter what is the name of the mother, Eunice and your grandmother who? Lois. So he was from a spiritual home. Paul saw it. This faith that you have, you have faith. That is why I have chosen you. I want you to. And then the next one. This is why I remind you to fan into what? Flames, the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. Then the next one, then you know the verse that we will normally quote. That what can bring the gift out? How to do it? Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? So you can see that it is so critical. Imagine as if Timothy had not received Paul as a father, and as such a spiritual father, what would have happened? Because the brother was even afraid to do ministry. The father was very timid. Timidity is not from God. It's from Satan. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? The brother had become weak because when you have, you are afraid and you are timid. Normally, you are normally weak. Have you seen a dog which is afraid about something? You see, the tail normally can, is in a certain way. But a dog which is about to attack, they lift. I mean, if you watch dog whisper, you see that the man will tell you that when you see the tail up like that, that means the dog is about to attack. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? This is what was happening to Timothy until Paul came. He said, I'm reversing all these things. You have to have power. You have to love. You have to have self-discipline. Faith relationships. Faith. What are you going to do that you need somebody to aid you? To inspire you. 
to encourage you, to support you. Hallelujah. Are you there with me, please? Yeah. Psalm 68. Verse 6, please. Amplified, Psalm 68, verse 6. God places the song Italy in families and gives the desolate a home in which to dwell. I love this verse because sometimes we get discouraged, we get become sad that based because of our background, we do not have a father, we do not have a mother, and because of that, you know, life is not the way it's supposed to be. But I want to encourage somebody here, if you can catch what I'm sharing with you, if you can catch the revelation in what we are talking about this morning, you will see that when God says that I'm the father of the fatherless, are you with me in place? And I'm the counselor of the widow. It means that even because I'm a spirit, if for you physically to have a, fa- a father figure, a father is someone who is around a child and through his eyes, the child will see the world. So fathers, we are supposed to help our children to see things. That is why you see that our kids, the things that we say, they don't do them. But the things that they see, that is what they do. When they see us, because it's through our eyes that they will see the world. So how many of us have heard that? I've been talking to my children. They don't hear. I've been saying this so many times. How many have heard that before? They don't. They don't. One of the things that I admonish the people of God, especially in the house of faith, whilst we keep coming to church, we shouldn't get to a point that you will become so offended and hurt in the church that you begin to say certain things about the church and about the pastors. When you do that, sometimes your children, uh, they are very quiet, they are very calm. Everything you say, they put in their heart. So that is when you notice that when they get to the teens and you are being challenged a little bit, and then you want a pastor or you want somebody to talk to them from the church, then they did themselves. They have rejected the church and the leaders and everything in their head already. You won't know. So you see that the same what the comments that you pass has entered into their spirit because of that they don't want to hear anything from the pastor. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? If I put premium importance on Reverend Osei, how many agree with me that my kids will put premium importance upon him? It's simple. The thing that I cannot do, if I call him, say, Reverend wants to talk to you, they will receive. Because they know that I receive from him. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. And God is saying that if you do not have a father 
when you were growing, you didn't have your mother there. You don't have anybody there. Say, I placed you. Say, give so it in families and gives you. Not only I gave you biological family, but if you can cut the faith relationship, when you what you don't have from your biological side, I can also give it to you through faith relationships. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? He said that we should dwell and he leads the prisoners. Look, I will not stand here and say that if you do not have a father or a mother is the best thing. I tell you, you know, it is one of the difficult things when you find yourself doing well after you have grown. It's only the grace of God. Yeah. And I can say that I'm the product of the grace. Hallelujah. No father, mother will not understand a few things. I used to tell people that my report, my school report and everything, I will read it myself. Whether I'm doing what I'm not doing, because my mom cannot read. My father was also not there to check it. Hallelujah. And I'm saying this to say that don't let this thing sadden your heart. Let's read what God is saying concerning your life. And he's saying that you could, between your biological father and myself, who can be the best father? That is what we read of all over testimonies that people who really did not have biological father, biological mother, they end up doing very well. Why? Because a hand without a body took over them. That's God. Hallelujah. And God is saying that I place, families are so important. Biological families are very, very, very important. This verse confirms that. And I'm saying that God is also saying that if you do not have it, do not let those things discourage you and then just say that now you have faith. God is saying that I can also place you in another family which I'm calling faith family. That is why God said to Mary, you'll be losing a son but I'm giving you a new, a new son. Receive a father in your life today. Receive a mother in your life today. I want all of us to scan through our spiritual, our, uh, the house of faith. You don't need a pastor necessary to become your father or a lady pastor to become your mother. Sometimes some of the adults, spiritual adults, can become a father, a mother to you and a father to you. Hallelujah. Are we, are we reading something here? See that God places the solitary in families and gives the, the desolate, a homeless person, a fatherless person. Then he gives a home. Yeah. A home. You have changed my verse. Please. Yeah. Brothers and sisters, let's fight. Ruth chapter 1. Still introducing. How many minutes do I have, please? Okay. Let's read, read the book of Ruth. It's one of the very interesting books in the Bible. And it's only four chapters. So maybe you should begin to. Yeah? 
keep the Psalm 68 at the back of your mind. Yeah. God places the solitary in families. In families. And give the desolate a home in which to dwell. He leads the prisoners out to what? Prosperity. You will be led into prosperity this year. I said you will be led into prosperity this year. Ruth chapter 1 from verse 1. In the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land, and a certain man of Bethlehem of Judah went to sojourn in the country of Moab, he, his wife, and his two sons. Hallelujah. The man's name was Elimelech, and his wife's name was Naomi, and the two sons were named Malon, Invalid, and Chilion. <laughs> they were Ephratites and from Bethlehem of Judah. They went to the country of Moab and continued there. The next one. But Elimelech, who is Naomi's husband, died. And he, she was left with her two sons. Next one, please. And they took wives of the woman of Moab, and the name of the one was Opa, and the name of the other was Ruth. They dwelt there about ten years, and Malon and Chinon died also, both of them. So the woman was bereft of her two sons and her husband. The next one, then she arose with the daughters-in-law to return from the country of Moab, for she had heard in Moab how, Moab how the Lord had visited his people in giving them food. Hallelujah. Bethlehem is a means house of bread. You know, the house of God, there will always be bread here. There are times that the bread will be scarce a little bit. Hallelujah. But when the bread is not there, don't leave. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? You just say, God will visit the, the, the Bethlehem again. I said, God will visit QFC Manhattan again. Hallelujah. And then when you go, I want us to, we know the story. Let's jump to verse 18. Let's read something there. So the story, you will know that at a point, Naomi told the two daughter-in-laws that you go back. You know, because now, my sons that you were married, they are dead. And one of the, something that Naomi said, he said that, and they, initially they said they will not go. Then he said that, why are you not going? Even if I give birth now, how many years is it going to take for these children to grow so that you will marry them? How many agree with me that if you are Ruth and Naomi, you will just say that, yeah, it is true. It makes sense. It makes sense. I need to go to my home country so that somebody can find me. Do you agree with me, please? But Ruth, Opa, the Bible says that Opa kissed Naomi and cried and left. That was the last time we heard about her. Hallelujah. She became an entity. Hallelujah. But Naomi said, there's something even though I would have said that you are a witch, <laughs> a mother-in-law, you have your husband, you have swallowed your husband, 
and then you have also swallowed your two sons. That is why I'm not married now. I don't want to have anything to do. And that is one of the things that, you know, if we are going to have series of victories here, you should be able to sit down carefully and say that this woman and Vic, I think there's something in her. If I get closer to her, I think my life will not be the same. Are you with me, please? Bishop Saki said, when I met Bishop Dag, and I saw something right there, I decided, even though I'm older than Bishop Dag, I think there's something about this young man that I would like him to be my everything. Today, look at it. Yeah? It will not come, brothers and sisters, it will not come like that. It will take spiritual eyes to see what I'm, uh, we, are, we are talking about. Ruth said that I'm just a foreigner, a Moabitess. I do not have anything to do with a Jew. Nothing. Nothing. But what we didn't know that right from the foundation on the earth, this lady was going to give birth and that child will become part of the genealogy of the creator, the Jesus, the anointed one, the Messiah. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Look, it's so important for us to really understand that, look, you are not here by accident. For many years that you have been here, if you also have not been here for many years, you just stay. It's just a matter of time. God will reveal to you the reason why you are in QFC Manhattan. Hallelujah. He said, what, what am I going to do? Verse 18. Verse 18. Verse 18. It says that. New Living Translation. I'm reading it. When Naomi saw that Ruth was determined to go with her, it's the same word that the Bible used for Elijah, Elijah 1. When Elijah saw that Elisha was determined, then he asked the question, what do you want me to do for you? Determined to go with her, he said nothing more. He kept everything. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Ruth chapter 2. 1 to 7. Now, Naomi had a kinsman of her husband's man of wealth, of the family of Elimelech, whose name was Boaz. Verse 2. And Ruth the Moabite said to Naomi, Let me go to, to the field and glean among the glean among the years of grain after him in, who, in whose sight I shall find. Are we reading New Living Translation? Favor. Naomi said to her, go. All right. All right, my daughter, go ahead. Verse 3. Verse 3, please. So Ruth went out to, the, to gather the grain behind the harvesters. And as, as it happened, she found herself working in a field that belonged to Boaz. Can you see that? As it happened. You may be thinking it was a planned thing. 
The Bible said in verse 1 that Naomi had a kinsman, Boaz, but did not tell where Ruth should go. Are you with me, please? But he said, the Bible said, as it happened, you mean it's not going by accident. It's not by accident. The steps of the righteous, they are ordered by the Lord. It is the word of God, and we must believe it. Lena, for us to be here this time together, it's not by accident. It's not by accident. It's not by accident. You know, <laughs> when Epipam became born again, and she said that, I want to marry a pastor. At that time, I wasn't in the UK. I wasn't in her church. I wasn't even a serious Christian. And when I went to UK and said, I want to go to church with you, she said, no, you cannot come to church with me. I forced her. She said, no, 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 no. no. But you know, persistency. I persisted. Just keep, kept talking, 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 talking. And then, said one day, I think she talked to her pastor about me. The pastor said, bring him. When I went, the pastor had very good spiritual eyes. <laughs> and the pastor said, I think he's okay. And then, do you know that, brothers and sisters, somebody who wanted to marry a pastor, and this guy is not even a serious Christian, you know, it took 1993, 2003, in the United States, I became a pastor. 10 years. I joined Lighthouse not to become a pastor. I joined Lighthouse because I Enjoying what I was seeing. So, Pastor Ray, Pastor Nana's brother, you know, I knew him from um, um, college, you know. And then we were talking about professions, pharmacy days, and then he, he said, Pastor Kwame, uh, Kwame, I think, do you go to, I said, oh, I'm looking for a church. He goes, oh, there's a church, Lighthouse. It's my church. It's very good. Come. And I said, it's very, are you sure? So, so I told one day, I told her people, I'm in UK, I said, so why don't you go and give the shot? I said, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to. So she came, 98. said, let's go and check the, your, your friend's church. When I came, the apostle preached. I said, this is the church we want. We want to stay. But why am I saying all this? The Bible is using the word, it happened. As it happened, it happened that she found herself working in a field that belonged to Boaz, the relative of father-in-law, Elimelech. The next one, please, I'm closing. The next one. While she was there, Boaz arrived from Bethlehem and greeted the harvester. The Lord be with you. He said, the Lord bless you. The harvesters replied. The next one. Then, Jesus, I think it's a good greeting. Now, I think we should adapt it. What do you think? The Lord be with you. Help me. Uh -huh. Then Boaz asked his former, who is that girl over there? Can you see that? No, things are bubbling up. Then the next one, the former replied, she is the young woman from Moab who came back from 
who came back with Naomi, verse 7, she asked me this morning if she could gather grain behind the harvest. She has been a hard, she has been what? Hard at what? Ever since. Because in those days, if you're a lady, you go behind the harvesters, either you can be molested or you can be abused. How can God ordered her steps right to a place that even the manager will, she will find favor in the sight of the manager. Sometimes your work that you are, the place, oh, sometimes you can easily attribute everything the supervisor likes you, they like your output, they like a lot of things about you. They are thinking, how can we help you? Sometimes you can easily attribute to the father, you are a very hardworking person, you are a very intelligent person. No. No, you are not there by accident. I say you are not there by accident. Say you are not there by accident. The steps of the righteous, they are ordered by the Lord. They are ordered by the Lord. We need to work hard at Hard has been hard at work. Ever except for a few minutes rest over there in the shelter. Hard. 21, verse 21 to 22. As I'm closing. Then Ruth said, what is more? Boaz told me to come back and stay with his harvesters until the entire harvest is completed. Verse 22. This is the wonderful. Naomi exclaimed, Thus, do as he says. Stay with his workers right through the whole harvest, you will be saved there, unlike in other fields. If you continue to verse 3, why am I reading this? I'm reading this for you to know that this woman became a solitary person, a jocelate. But the Bible says in some 68 verses that God places such people in families. So right there, for her eyes to identify Naomi as a mother in my life. Verse 3, how this woman was even married was orchestrated by this. He said, take your shower, put on your dress coat. We are in the church that when you come to church and you dress inappropriately, an elderly person calls you and says, my daughter, the way you have that thing, let's stand there, let's get go over under the knee a little bit. You get angry. He said, you want to go, go to church, they talk about your dress, but we are serving the Lord. Your, your heart your heart is what is important and you're your dress. I told her everything. We can't get time to go into it. You will notice that. She was, she became, she was, Boaz married her because of the specific instructions. And I know that Naomi knew exactly what this young woman can do. You know, recently I was talking to a young man trying to, you know, a pastoral heart. You know, you see people of God who are doing well, daughters, not married. A son, normally you have to identify. So if you're a son, you are of age, you have everything, you don't want to marry. That is another story. But a woman cannot approach a man and say, marry me. Are you with me? So sometimes, pastor, your heart, you pray for your people, you want to know, I didn't, a young man called me, and he said, that Reverend Kwame, because A, B, C, D, I wanted to, you were saying something, but I didn't pay that. Now, I want to pay attention. I want to come and see the person that you wanted to introduce me to. 
that so many people were talking to this young man. This young man had lost their wife. He just finished school, working as a pharmacist somewhere. You know, called me. I said, come. So I called my daughter and I said, A, B, C, D. Don't do anything. Just look at him. And then you let me know. You know, the guy bought a ticket to come through Newark Airport so that so I told her, said, so the following Sunday when I went to church, then phone number I gave, I said, well, so yeah, we talked for the first time, you know, the first one, we talked about 20 minutes. Then I said, what happened again? So oh, he tested me and I was at work and I did not respond. And he tested by why am I not mine? Reverend, he's putting pressure on me. I don't like that. I, I have not responded at all. I said, what? And then number two, uh, you know, his age, I think his age, and I, he said, how many years? She said, seven years. And I said, do you know that the age between me and Epi and myself is six years? Then I was going to preach. Now, normally when I'm going to preach, I have casual conversations like that. You know, if you read this story, you see that everything that now Ruth experienced in the field came back with a report. Sometimes you have to come back to your biological father, your biological mother, with a report. The person, oh, is that what happened? Then I think next time, do A, B, C. Are you with me, please? In the business, do it this way. Don't do it this way. In the school, do it this way. Study this way. Don't study this way. When we had a meeting, Reverend, he was saying that even the ability to send a note to your professor to say that, thank you so much for taking me through my, you know, enhancing my future and encouraging me in this course. You may be, you, it may be that I'm leaving your course, but you will never leave my heart. Even that... I was showing it to somebody, and right there, the person was telling me that it looks like my biology professor likes me. I said, it's wisdom from God how to handle things. They come from fathers, and they come from mothers. And the biological fathers, faith fathers and faith mothers, they are not different. This is what the word time will allow us. Let's continue again. Thank you. Father, we thank you, Lord. We bless you. Why don't you bow down your head for a few minutes and say, Lord, open eyes. Is there any mother here? Is there any father here I have to receive? Is there any brother here? Some of us, what we are going to, maybe a sister here that you need to make your friend. You can come to the house every day that you do not have a friend at all. Some of us couples, you know, we don't have any couple as a friend. Everything is between ourselves and our, 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 our husband or our wives. Thank God. Ask him. Lord, ask him. Ask him in the house of faith. You have taught me that I need to have a relationship. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Who is Bishop Dark to you? Who is Apostle Joel to you? Who is Reverend Osset to you? And who are we going to be to you? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you this morning. We bless you. We honor you for what you have shown us in your word, O oh God. That, Father, from today going, we will have spiritual fathers, spiritual mothers, spiritual sisters, spiritual brothers, spiritual anchors, 
spiritual aunties. Thank you. Thank you. Help me, help us to identify them, oh God, and determine to move with them and get closer to them like Ruth and Elisha. We bless you. With all eyes closed, if you are here, you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, I want to give you opportunity to know him. Say, Lord, I want to give my life unto you. It begins with that. And I mean, God is taking you from the old relationship to a new relationship, the faith one, that will help you to bring your destiny into fruition. If you hear like that, lift up your hand, I will pray with you. I want to give your life unto him. I want to give your life unto him. Father, we thank you, we bless you, we honor you for this morning in Jesus' name. And let the saints say, Amen. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.